0: this is hillary this is kelly and this is tiffany and this is everyone's invited
1: each week we take an interesting funny or timely topic or question send it out into the universe cross our fingers that you guys write in and then read the responses on the show we
2: invite you guys to come and join the conversation by following us on Instagram at Everyone's Invited Podcast, where you can see all of our new topics and share your stories with us. Let's hear what you guys had to say. Keep Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. We are super excited today because we have one of our longtime friends and amazing people, Carrie, on with us to talk about her journey through infertility and adoption. And we cannot wait to ask her so many questions. <laughs>
1: yes. yes. And this is going to be airing in May. I'm sorry. Yes. Uh-huh. I can't keep track of months. It's currently April. This it's is going like to... the You're- end of April. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's, it's like, I'm on vacation.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't... What is time? No. But um, anyway, the reason I'm saying that is because we know that April was Infertility Awareness Month. Um, we missed the boat a little bit on that, but we're, we're catching up. But we are recording
2: in, in
0: April. So. Yes, we are recording in April. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also by the end of this, I think everyone listening will be friends with Carrie because she's just that kind of mm, really awesome person. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, same so we really excited to have Carrie on. So.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, well, thanks
3: guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: okay. Carrie. Okay, well, first, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and the journey you've been on?
3: Yeah. It. Over the past nine years, my husband and I have been married for nine years on Cinco de Mayo. Um, I I don't know if I knew that. (laughs) Yeah.
1: yeah. I don't think I knew that either. Yeah.
3: (laughs) So, literally, next Tuesday, it's going to be our nine year anniversary. And we have been trying, we had been trying um, for like six months after we got married to have children. And um, we tried, I don't know, it was a long time. We've gone through. Lots of years of infertility, um, lots of miscarriages, lots of adoption stuff. And we have two beautiful girls now that are 10 and a half months apart, one through adoption (laughs) and then one a miracle pregnancy that we have no idea how it happened, (laughs) but we're so in love with both of our girls. So, (laughs) yes, they're so cute.
2: So amazing.
3: I love I'm slightly that they obsessed.
2: both came to you mm-hmm. like so close together after all that time, you know.
3: <laughs> yeah, I had both my girls when I was the same exact age just 10 months
0: apart. It's <laughs> so <laughs> crazy. But it's going to be I know yeah. it was like I mean we'll get into it, but I know it's like a wild thing for you to have kids so close in age, but it's probably going to be so fun for them as they I grow know. up. So, you know, doing all the same things basically yeah
3: I mean every day you just see their relationship growing they're having so much fun they laugh and they fight I mean they're, really, they're <laughs> yeah. true sisters
0: they're, they're sure. gonna be all of the emotions for sure yeah oh, we're we're in for it in a couple years I'm sure <laughs> oh, and then imagine all the teenage years together oh, Woo.
3: it's gonna be fun hopefully they're the same size so they can share clothes I don't know that
1: would be, a that game. Would be awesome
0: <laughs>
1: yeah or hopefully they're not the same size because that could also cause a lot of issues. <laughs> I, <say>. <laughs> <laughs> I actually remember not
2: wanting to share my clothes with my sister in high school. So.
0: <laughs> I didn't have a sister, so I have no idea. <laughs> it's like, I don't have a sister so. either, but I'm imagining like my personality mixed with a sister that was like, yeah, whatever, share all the clothes, and they bring it back and it's like stained, and I would be like, I'm going to lose my shoes <laughs> because yeah. this is not Okay. <laughs>
1: Let's just say I was the closest thing Hillary had to a sister growing up. And I never borrowed her clothes for a reason. (laughs)
0: Everyone's afraid of me. I'm just kidding. (laughs) No. Um, But Kelly is very generous with her clothing. So Mm. anyways. um, But that's beyond the point. No, Kelly gave me (laughs) some of her clothes. But Kelly's, like, yeah, gifted no. me clothes. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Besides <laughs> the point. Um, anyway. So, anyway, Carrie, um, what is, like, when did you guys start trying to get pregnant? Like, how long did it take you? And what did that process – how, how did that go? <laughs> yeah.
0: How What is sex is basically <laughs> – I'm <not> joking. <laughs> well,
3: I did have people ask us, like – Do you guys know, like, you guys are supposed to do things in order to get pregnant? And I was like, oh my God. Oh, wait, really? You're supposed to do
2: things? Oh, what? Oh, no. No, oh my no, gosh. no. People have said that? Are you kidding me? I'm not even kidding.
0: <laughs> Should we have it a whole a list thing? of, like, things not to say? <laughs>
2: yes. Apparently, yes. we need to.
3: <laughs> me and my friends could gosh. probably – my me and my Insta friends could probably come up with a whole list for you. It's been, some of the things people say are pretty
0: funny. <laughs> oh, Wait. So were people legitimately gosh. asking you if you knew, like, what sex was?
3: Yeah. I mean – I mean being an LDS person, being naive, I don't know.
0: But that's still wild. <laughs> but- I just it's so offensive and just wrong and weird <sighs> in so I many know. ways. I just don't I don't know
1: though. That. I mean like it's a it's a really weird thing to ask someone, but at the same time <laughs> really I I know I just like there's a lot of um, issues around sexuality and within like Christian religions that say that you shouldn't have sex before marriage. So, you know, it's not altogether unfair <laughs> for them to ask that. And that's probably a conversation that needs to be um, destigmatized as well. So, oh, in any I case, agree with
0: you. Yeah. Yeah. So, but still, but I, I think it's a whole thing like you just don't a, ask anyone
1: about right. sexual
0: life. <laughs> Period. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you guys doing it right? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> doing it right. <laughs> oh my god. No. Unless you're it's obviously offended. opening up to them about it, that's different. Right. But.
3: Exactly.
1: Right. But mm-hmm. we.
3: So we started really trying um, six months after we got married. Um, we got married when Trevor was 25. I was 24, and um, I knew. So I was. I was a runner. I mean, not that running does stuff to you. I don't know. It does a lot of stuff to your body. But mm-hmm. um, I also don't know if I like ate the healthiest. Um, I drink a lot of caffeine and candy. And that's pretty much what I loved off of. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Tiffany probably knows. Yes. All too <laughs> well. And I didn't know that there is a thing called irregular cycles and stuff like that. And I never thought to track my cycles before. Um, trying to have kids and like getting these apps Mm -hmm. to track Mm -hmm. your cycles and then i realized oh it's been like you know two or three months since i've had one and finally i decided to go into the doctor and just say hey what's going on um and then we tried a medication to try and induce cycles and we Mm -hmm. did that for six months and then i still wasn't ovulating which i don't know if you guys want to know about ovulating but anyways i wasn't Mm -hmm. ovulating oh you go
0: you go for it. You, you uh-huh. see it all.
3: And um, then we tried another medication. I ended up being on Clomid for 34 rounds. And if you have ever heard of Clomid, it's a nightmare medication. My mm-hmm. husband's a saint for putting up with me,
0: I'm sure. <laughs> Does it just like change your moods like crazy?
3: I don't think it changed mine, but that's the stigma behind um, Clomid. Mm. Um, and Honestly, I never got pregnant with Clomid, so who knows if it actually worked. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, we were three years into our, let's see, 2012, we got married. So um, July 2015, I decided to see a fertility specialist, not just an OB-GYN. Mm-hmm. And um, the first treatment that we got, um, that we did with that that um, person, we did injections, we did all the things. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's called the Mayo cycle. Um, mm-hmm. And we got pregnant... Mm-hmm first try on that one. And I carried until 12 weeks.
1: Mm-hmm. And
3: I was actually, I had an appointment the day that we were leaving for Tiffany's sister's wedding. Um, and I found out that we had that day um, miscarried. And I had to wait a couple weeks for a oh. um, oh Gosh, but we c I, I needed to be around my friends. And so I got to see all of you that the day that we, I found out that we miscarried our first pregnancy. And mm. honestly, it was the best thing for me to see, see mm. all of you guys. So yeah, yeah. Well, luckily, luckily we had that great celebration to, to um, distract. <laughs> yeah. Kind of distract, but um, yeah. So we, we did that, um, that cycle, I think we did it a total of like 7 times and we had oh my gosh Karen, yeah we we I put my body through a lot so we yeah. did we actually ended up getting pregnant 4 times um and miscarrying around um our our earliest miscarriage was about 8 weeks and then oh um God. And then, uh, 12 weeks was our 12 or 13 weeks was our longest pregnancy. Mm. Um, and our last pregnancy, the doctor was like, okay, we have a game plan if you decide to get pregnant again. (laughs) So, Mm. so that's kind of what our infertility journey was like. And then I'll share more a little bit later.
0: Oh, (laughs) Carrie, that's a lot. I just, it's crazy looking back now, remembering Tab's wedding and celebration and just like not even knowing you're you're just saying you're just such a mm-hmm. trooper just carrot you know like that's amazing that you just can dig deep down like that and carry on because that would be really no you are awesome carrie oh <laughs>
3: yeah. that's so sweet of you But
2: obviously so, we're yeah. glad you made it that's because part. you're awesome
0: to be around so well
3: thank you <laughs> yeah it was yeah it was definitely an emotional weekend that um tabitha and is one of my closest friends and i would never miss it for anything. So, but yeah, I I mean, with infertility, it's just a roller coaster. You just never know what's going to happen. And so that was kind of our infertility journey.
0: Hmm. So, um, with like, what are the best ways that, uh, we and others can support our friends going through infertility?
3: Honestly, I, I say just be their friend. Don't ask too many questions, especially when going through treatments, just, just be your genuine friendly self um, and just be there to be a support. If uh, your friend wants to talk about their infertility and everything that they're going through, um, let them talk to you if, if um, you know, if they're being open about it, because sometimes it's the best thing to do is it's kind of like our own therapy. I know um, you guys talk about therapy a lot and sometimes (laughs) therapy is hard, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but getting, talking about, everything especially to a close friend is important but also um, knowing where the line to I mean everybody's so different and the care that they need me I am a journaler so I journaled mm-hmm. my whole way through infertility and that's my way of having therapy I guess mm-hmm. um, but I know there's people that need to talk about it so I guess the best way to support a friend is just be the friend um, don't be afraid to invite them to move um, baby showers. Um, I lived in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho for most of our infertility years. And I was so glad that Tiffany, um, you know, felt um, comfortable enough to invite me to both of her baby showers. And <laughs> I drove all the way and I bought all the baby stuff. <laughs> it's it's so fun to buy the, the baby stuff, you know, because it's, yeah. it's an excuse too. And anyway, <laughs> and we want to love on everybody's babies just as much as we want people to love on our babies someday. And, um, I knew when I was gonna have a baby that my friends would come through, and yeah, I know that. um, I don't know. I just think that people get afraid to talk about or avoid t- telling them that. Oh, guess what? I'm pregnant. Or mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. it's best to like have that conversation with, especially if it's a close friend. Just tell them, like, hey, I just want to let you know before I post it on Facebook or that we're yeah. pregnant. So that way, you know, it gives them time to like you know, they're not just like, oh, hey, like, I just found out that my close friend's pregnant on Mm -hmm. Facebook, because Mm -hmm. they're too afraid to tell me. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's, I don't know. So that's kind of some things that I would recommend. Um, But just, like I said, just be your friend. Um, Just be your normal friendly self the way that you would treat your, your friend if they weren't going through something hard like that.
0: Yeah, that's good advice. Just kind of makes you think about like, we should just treat everyone like that. Cause we just don't know sometimes like some people don't share with you, especially if you're not like a really close friend of theirs. But
2: here's a question, Carrie, how do you feel about when people ask, when are you going to get pregnant? You know, cause people ask that all the time and <laughs> I feel like that's <laughs> not, or, or when are you going to have
0: more or a good whatever. question to ask people? You know? Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, that's, that's, Every time that we moved to a new ward, or like our ward split, or a ward is a the church that we went to, and anyways, um, anytime that we'd go and meet new people, people would ask, "Oh, do you guys have kids?" And we're like, "Oh, no, not quite yet," you know, and we try and avoid the subject. Mm -hmm. But um, the, I mean, we we became pretty clever with our answers after a while because we knew we'd be asked it or you know, like, oh, we're trying tonight. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. What do you want me to say? Like, well, like we've been trying for like five years. No big deal. It'll happen oh, when it happens. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we just, we just kind of had fun with the question after a while. And sometimes mm-hmm. I would come home from church and just cry because people would ask and I knew it was oh. going to be, and I would just have to like gear myself up and, mm. you know, it's just one of those taboo even if you're not struggling with infertility it's like one of those taboo things that you just shouldn't ask people and I know Mm -hmm. that I've probably even going through what I have like it's just a conversation starter and sometimes you don't know what else to ask so yeah
2: yeah but maybe we should ask something else
3: (laughs) yeah like oh how's the color in the sky I don't know yeah. what's
0: your favorite food or something <laughs> yeah. I don't know yeah I know
3: <laughs> it's so hard it's so hard to like
0: get to know new people <laughs> I think, and obviously yeah. your personality you're very um I don't know I think very forgiving and very like open so I think we should probably be aware for everyone but you're very gracious with others so that's I'm sure many appreciate how you handled the situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not that not yeah. that if anyone's angry that's a wrong reaction. I mean that right. that's they're very fair in no. feeling that way, but um and
3: that's the thing is everybody's so different and their journey and day to day every day is different. I I saw I I work in healthcare, and I have lots of elderly patients. And they're like, "Oh, you don't have children? You Mm. should have children." And I'm like, "Oh, (sighs) thank you. I will
0: someday."
2: You know, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Goodness,
0: but it's also awesome that you continue to share, obviously, about this huge part of your life, even though you have. You know two kids now because I'm sure people are like, Oh, it's great, you have kids, but then it's like, Yeah, but it doesn't mean that infertility and you know, like wasn't a part of my life for a very long time and being very aware, you know. So I think that's great that you I think, obviously, still share that and support those going through that still. So,
3: yeah, I remember when I first started talking about it, um, like. Um, People in my family are like, you should not be talking about this. And I was like, you know what? I cannot ever stop talking as it is. So (laughs) if I don't share my journey, like I'm going to, it's going to eat me alive if I can't share it. And I know there's other people going through it. So Mm -hmm. I might as well be open and be a support to the people that may be going through something similar. And of course, everybody's journey is completely different. Um, You know, my journey is different from another person's. And even some of the things that I have, like if I were to, um, give advice, my, it'd be completely different. Um, Mm -hmm. and I'm always afraid of offending people as it is. (laughs) You know, I'm like, so
0: (laughs) so, um, it's interesting. I don't know. Um, talking to a friend that him and his wife are, um, going through infertility and they've been trying to have a kid for like seven years um and saying they opened up to me about it and you know i was kind of talking and he he was telling me one time that um how frustrating it was how they have people that are like oh i i'm what did they say like i'm so sorry i can only like I understand whatever, you know, and they're like, no, you don't like, especially those that haven't gone through it. And they said like to them, that was one of the most annoying things and like hurtful things is when people are like, oh, I'm so sorry. I understand how hard it is. And they're like, no, to those that haven't gone through this situation. And they're anyways, and I was just like, oh, that's a really interesting viewpoint to learn, you know, about them. And so, you know, really, I don't know. So like you said, everyone's different. Um, yeah, in their feelings, and I don't know if you ever felt the same way when people are like, "Oh, I understand," but like they didn't. I don't know if you ever people that <laughs> did that.
3: Yeah, I remember I was um, going to on a I was on this girls' trip, and we ha- were all in this like van, Um, and this girl was, and I hadn't even been open with this person about my journey. I hadn't really been sharing too much about it because we were just two years into it,
0: mm-hmm. and
3: she just decided to come up to me and say, um, I know what it's like. I I was infertile for four months, and I was oh, like, "Oh, I'm no, so sorry honey. that you went through that." I was, I, and that's what I said. I was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry that you had to go through that four months of infertility." Like, and for her, that was a struggle. Like, maybe her yeah. first pregnancy, the first try that she she got pregnant, like when he looked at her, and the yeah. second time that they tried, it took her four months. You know, maybe that's yeah. what she considered her infertility. And I'm like, I'm sorry that that was your journey, but. Yeah, mine's like, you know, going on five years.
2: Not quite what I was <laughs> <I'm>, Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's just, yeah, it's very, I was saying again, you're very yeah. gracious and understanding of other people, which is awesome. But yeah, yeah it's I just nice <laughs> I to know, because like you said with the questions, like some people don't know what to say. And I was like, wow, I really hope I never just say like, oh, I'm so sorry, I understand or I can only imagine. and he And he just was like, don't say things like that. And I was like, I'm going to be very cautious now because those things just come out. And you're just yeah. like, oh, that was stupid. Like- <laughs> well,
3: and us as women, um, I know that you talked about this on another podcast, but our natural instinct is to say sorry. I, <laughs> like, I make my husband mad with uh, every, how much I say I'm sorry. And I'm like, I'm not sorry for – I'm not sorry because I did something. I'm just sorry of the situation that you Yeah, you're in. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. That, I'm sorry. I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I'm, I don't know what to say anymore. Yeah, like, no, oh. totally. Yeah,
3: so, but it's just our natural... And I say, I'm sorry. So, I don't know. I think saying sorry is an okay reaction. And if that annoys somebody, then that's on them to be annoyed. And if that makes their... Stay bad, then they gotta <laughs> kind of reevaluate their their situation as well, and and I don't know,
0: <laughs> like it's in, yeah, that's a really their good
3: mental health out. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I think really what it comes down to is like, are we saying something because we feel awkward or because we're trying mm. to comfort the person? You
0: know? Yeah, yeah, totally. So, that's true. Yeah. Thing, where, where's the the intent coming from? Because hopefully they can whoever can feel the genuine intent.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> and I'm always awkward. So,
0: <laughs> amen. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> not to like I'm not saying like you are, but I'm like, yeah, I know the fe- I do know that feeling. <laughs> I don't think you're awkward. I think I, don't think I am
3: naturally awkward. an awkward person.
2: I know. Like I,
0: <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't guess
1: that from you. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: goodness. Okay,
1: okay. Can I ask like, what might be a really personal question? Yeah. Um, how did that affect your relationship with your husband? Like, was it really challenging? Obviously, I mean, it had to be.
3: Um, I think that during uh, during the infertility part, we are actually a little bit closer. Having kids hmm. has been a little bit more difficult. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, I think that, I mean, with um, uh, with infertility... Like you just have to know what's going on. And I think that um, the two of us, we handle stress completely different. I am a happy-go-lucky person and I can journal my way out of things. But when mm-hmm. we started having miscarriages, I think it, that was affected. I think it affected my husband quite a bit. Um, and it's kind of just a thing that, um, you know, he's working on and, you know, every day's a step in the right direction so
1: mm-hmm.
3: um yeah i don't know i think that part was i think the miscarriages were the hardest part um i wouldn't say on our marriage but just as a couple is one of the hardest things that that we've had ever had to go through
2: yeah well i'm yeah. sure you guys learned like how you process stress and mm-hmm. like um mm-hmm. grief differently right mm-hmm.
3: yeah definitely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i kind of i have to i'm a busybody um <laughs> and so i you know 2 days after ha- having surgery i decided to go back to work and oh, wow that's just yeah. the way that i process things is i just have to keep on going and and for me i my job is i serve people in the healthcare community and that brings joy to my life and so finding joy is how um i finding ways to serve others. And it just brings joy to my life. And so it just, it helps me process my feelings and move forward. Um, I consider each of my little, um, my pregnancies, I have four beautiful heavenly babies that are waiting Mm -hmm. for us. And that's the way that I, um, I kind of grieve over it, I guess. Um, and I'm excited to someday, have
0: six children
3: rather than my my two little perfect girls that are down here
0: that's awesome what a positive way to work through that that's wow that's great that's like awesome that you work through those really difficult emotions like with positivity i think that's really inspiring
3: yes i will not i will say i had i mean i it's not that i never cried i cried yeah, hard. <laughs> but I also yeah. cried hard in my journaling um, mm-hmm. every night. I have, um, I I do a gratitude journal, and I have like three gratitude things that I have to list three or four things under. Even if it's I had toothpaste to brush my teeth, and my teeth were fresh <sighs> and clean today. Aww. You know. <laughs> Like that is something that was a good thing on a certain day. That's one thing that I can remember. So like having a gratitude journal, processing and finding quotes to go with the day, I think that is, I I don't know. It's kind of like my own therapy. Like I said, you find ways and that's my cheap therapy. So
0: (laughs) That's really awesome. I think that's something we can all take away from that. (laughs) I know I don't... um, Consciously think about all the things I should be grateful for enough, and that probably would help my attitude a lot. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's easier said than done, though. Yeah,
0: <laughs> saying, saying you're, you're you're really inspiring is saying, especially like you said, the the grief you went through with that, and yeah, I can Yeah, so. Anyways.
2: Well, switching gears a little bit, Carrie, um, what were your initial feelings about adoption? And what advice do you have for anyone that feels like some taboo around it?
3: So adoption is ingrained in my family. Um, My mom, this is something I I, I haven't really talked too much on social media about, but my mom was adopted as a baby. Um, Mm -hmm. It was a closed adoption. That's what it was like back in the 60s when my mom was born. Um, (laughs) And then she placed a baby for adoption into a loving home um, before I was born. Um, also back in the eighties, it was closed adoption. Um, and then she had me and then, um, she got taken advantage of and, um, got pregnant and she placed another baby after I was born. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, when I found out that it was going to be hard for us to have children, um, I started researching adoption just as a backup plan. I knew that we were going to try to have our own children first through infertility treatments. But I kind of knew that adoption maybe play a part in our journey as well. So for me, my headspace was around, um, I don't know, I prepared myself for um, adoption. And I'm so glad that I did. I did so much research. So when you're going thinking about adoption and everything just do your research thoroughly and just like um, everybody's infertility journey is different and everybody's journey to parenthood is different. Mm -hmm. Um, Adoption. There's so many routes and, um, and we looked into every single route um, and researched and researched and yeah, it was, it was crazy. I remember the night that we decided um, we were this was our game plan. We're done, um, trying to have, um, doing infertility treatments. I gained like 50 pounds doing infertility treatments and I was an avid runner and just so I, I was so tired and lethargic and the, the treatments just play a number on your body anyway. So I had found, I was, I was, um, uh, Um, a girls youth leader for our church, a young women's leader. And it was girls camp week. And um, I was, I was, was I I think I was 11 weeks pregnant and nobody knew, of course, because I never told anyone when I was pregnant at first Mm -hmm. until we knew after our first pregnancy, we told everyone, I feel like (laughs) Um, right away. Um, But we waited for all the other ones. Um, I found out, on the last day of um, this girls camp that we were going to have another DNC. Um, and oh I was driving God. back and Lake Coeur is so beautiful. Um, and girls camp was on Lake Coeur d'Alene and I was driving back and bringing the girls, their popsicles that they, that they really wanted. And I, I hadn't been able to get a hold of Trevor, but I remember Um, on the last day of girls camp, it's, it's testimony meeting and they were just testifying. And I was like, I don't know. I just felt, um, this, this, um, overwhelming feeling that, um, adoption, I really needed to talk to Trevor about adoption. Um, and so when I got home, I told him that we were going to have to have surgery again. And, um, and that, you know, I had this, um, inspiration that we should look more into the adoption. And, um, he, he thought about the same thing.
0: Hmm. Um, oh, two weeks so cool. later,
3: um, out of the blue, one of our friends, um, their brother, um, there's a situation that their brother left their and his um, girlfriend left their baby at the hospital, um, and just abandoned the baby at the hospital. Hmm. Um, And their family was looking Mm -hmm. for somebody to adopt this baby. And I was like, oh my goodness, like this is meant to be. Um, They ended up choosing another family because they took, um, they're looking at profile books and stuff like that. And anyway, so another family um, got chosen over us. Mm -hmm. But, um, (laughs) 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 But it also like made us look even more into that adoption and, And and into the different ways of adoption, Hmm. Um, and so um, it was. I think it was uh, August of 2016 that we decided. Yep, this is our journey. We're going to try this thing out. (laughs) So, um, yeah. Is that? Did I answer the question? I don't actually know. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Um, Really quick, I want to just so I don't know if I fully understand either. So, what is a closed adoption, and what is an open adoption?
3: Good question. So, a closed adoption is um, you never meet the birth family and you never have any contact with the birth family. Mm. Okay. Um, the agency um, basically places the baby into your arms after the baby's born. And open adoption is it's it's a very open. There's an open term for it. It's it's whatever <laughs> happens basically. <Okay. laughs> um, there's really not a definition for open adoption. Okay. Um, Except for there is at least a little bit of communication between you and the birth family, mm-hmm. um, and we have a semi-open adoption with um, our babies uh, with Chloe's um, birth family. Hmm. Okay,
0: so, so it's saying it's it's saying it's kind of the terms that are set between you and, and the, the birth, birth family, family and the agency or whatever.
3: Yeah. Okay. Um, yep. Exactly. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know that that opens like you said yeah, It, it like, it's very open it's but it's not cut and dry like a closed adoption really it's yeah yeah And i'm sure I each have, situation is different because like you said each birth family is different and each adoption family is different you know it's yeah
3: yeah and it looks different for i have a friend that has adopted three babies and oh, wow. each of their birth families are completely different in what they want for their mm-hmm. open adoption to be Mm -hmm. I feel very lucky with our situation that we have the communication that we do. Um, So I mentioned that I have two siblings that were placed for adoption and being that person on the other hand, that I just always wondered, I knew about these two siblings and I always wondered what they were like. Did they look Mm -hmm. like me? Did they think the way that I looked like? And Chloe actually has an older sister Um, and so that kind of connected me and the, our, our birth mom, um, a little bit more because I, I don't want her older sister and I don't want Chloe to ever wonder about one another.
0: Yeah, totally. And And
3: I think when I told, um, the birth mom that she felt very, um, good about that so we actually have a really good relationship um we, we're not meeting up um we're gonna let chloe make that decision if she's able to make that decision we kind of have to gauge the situation and like i said every situation is going to be different and every day it's just we're learning something new every day <clears throat> but we send um pictures like one or two pictures a month with a little update. Basically, what I update on Instagram is what she gets to.
0: So. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> well,
2: it I, sounds like she was kind of like the perfect family situation fit for you because you had such a similar family situation, you know, yeah. they prepared you for that.
3: Yeah, it was it's definitely and it, everything. Yeah. It's just mind blowing um, the, the situation that we found ourselves in.
2: So. Yeah. so you got Chloe and then all of a sudden you were pregnant. <laughs> yeah.
3: So um, so let's see. We had our final, our fourth miscarriage, April 3rd, which is just that day just stands out to me, April 3rd of 2019. Um, and we decided, okay, we are absolutely done because we had kind of revisited um, infertility treatments. And so we're done with infertility treatment. For yeah, of course. <laughs> We actually had a foster situation that we were kind of, my mom um, had a connection with. And anyway, that situation fell through. So we actually had four failed adoptions, oh um, oh. which which is, you know, it's just my part of the hurts. journey. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. It's
0: a roller coaster. I, oh my
3: I laugh about it, but it is a roller coaster. Failed adoption is. Um, when a um when a birth family decides to parent and um mm-hmm. and they they choose you and then they just for us we never got to um the child being birthed uh, except for the last uh failed adoption she was a two year old, mm-hmm. um, but oh yeah it was a wild ride adoption it's just a roller coaster <sighs> but I I so then July fourteenth um chloe was born and then we got the phone call we had no con like the agency didn't even know that this mom was gonna have a baby or give birth to chloe and then she just showed up to the agency looked through a couple books and she chose us and wow i worked it was my seriously post- like
0: meant to be free like i, I yeah know. it was
3: our lives changed literally in an eight hour car drive i I think I called I Tiffany. I you called and I was me, like, and
0: you're like,
2: I'm going to go get my baby. And I was
3: like, what? what? <laughs> I <don't
0: laughs> well, I remember you ta- sharing this <laughs> on Instagram, too, and you're like, we weren't even ready. We had, like, nothing. We, no. It just was like, yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Luckily, she was born in Rexburg, Idaho, and my mom and dad live in Idaho Falls, which is just, like, a 40-minute drive away. Anyway, um, and so they met us there with our car seat. and <laughs> Oh, wow. <That> is <laughs>
0: um,
3: anyway, so – I had, I walked into a six month post-op for our final DNC and um, they make you take a P test when you go in um, just to make sure everything's clear and you're good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had Chloe who was about three months old at that point, And the doctor walks in and she, he was like, oh, you got a baby here. I'm like, yep. Surprise! I, surprise. I <laughs> and he was like, also surprised you're pregnant. And I was like, just don't joke about this. Yeah, you're like <laughs> not
0: funny. <Yeah. laughs>
3: and I was, I was four weeks pregnant, and he was like, remember that game plan that we had when you got pregnant? Next, yeah, you're gonna start that. And so I started. like myself- cow!
0: <laughs> did, <laughs> yeah. you, did you like? Was that one of those moments you like didn't even know what to think or say? You just were like, okay.
3: I was like, "Show me the ultrasound." Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. the show me, proof. <laughs> room. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: prove this to me. And he showed me like the ten tests that they <laughs> just, like tipped in my urine.
0: <laughs> oh my! I love that they did like ten too. They're like, "Wait, wait, wait!" I- I like-
3: sure about this? Whose room is this actually going to? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and um, so yeah, I became. I was all of a sudden pregnant, <laughs> and I had wow.
0: To- yeah.
3: Um. Yeah. I know and this is something that people say a lot oh just relax and you'll get pregnant I was for sure not relaxed because adoption is stressful <laughs> like, yeah. all of
2: a sudden, and like, you just like got a surprise <laughs> newborn and so yeah. like,
0: because, I know yeah it. definitely <laughs> not the most stress free point in your life you, know,
3: no. you got your baby you're stress free and I'm like yeah right, yeah, right. I, just, right. I, yeah. I lots of money to the agency that's not stress free <laughs> like,
0: and slash you're like not sleeping and <laughs> yeah. it's just like yeah, yeah my my body is in high stress mode
3: yeah plus now i'm newly pregnant so thanks for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but oh my gosh that is that story, story wow it's it's mind-blowing every time that i even say it i'm like what am i even talking about like is this some weird movie i don't know
0: <laughs> did you still struggle life? with a lot of emotions like every week as it passed like if you'd have to have another dnc or oh, yeah yeah, yeah.
3: Definitely. Um, So I started giving myself injections. Um, I had to give myself so they found out that I had a clotting disorder. And so um, I had to give myself injectable blood thinners um, for 24 weeks.
0: Wow! Oh my and gosh! My
3: in my belly. They I asked uh, if I could put them in other oh. places, and they said no. It has to be in your belly. And oh my as your gosh! Belly stretches. It gets tighter and harder. I mean, oh not that I'm not that I'm tight. Like I have fluff on. I had. I definitely had fluff on me. I, <laughs> I like that fluff.
0: I'm gonna use that.
3: <laughs> I could. I could pinch, and but then as my belly started getting tighter, it was so hard, and my belly was so bruised, and oh, I was so and I struggle with low blood pressure as it is and so oh but gosh. I got to see my baby every two weeks which I know there's a lot of taboo with ultrasounds and stuff but for me it was just yeah a, be- a piece of a fresh air for me to see her
0: heartbeat and you do re- yeah. it yeah
3: yeah so and then then you know we we're 20 weeks pregnant and we found out she was a girl and I felt comfortable and um you know it was good so she was healthy and healthy and <laughs> that's so wow
0: but like what a, a wild ride
2: but so wonderful
0: a, yeah wonderful i don't see we get an ending it's obviously like your story like this is but like what a I don't know just like a cool thing to have happened as part of your journey like wild
3: mm-hmm. yeah
0: and carrie
1: how um when did you tell people
0: yeah
3: Yeah, so I, so we found out in October and we told at Christmas time when we were, I think we were like 16 weeks. Mm -hmm. I think I started telling people before that because, I don't know, I, I was pretty secretive. I told my work because of, like, as soon as I found Mm -hmm. out, um, Mm -hmm. just in case something happened, especially with injections and
0: patient care, Mm -hmm. I just needed to take it easy. So. And I'm sure, yeah. like you said, you weren't feeling well, so yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. So. Oh my gosh, holy cow! I just said, yeah, wow. I don't even know.
3: And <laughs> then it became noticeable, and people were like, "You're obviously pregnant, so you better try- start
0: telling people." <laughs> oh, yeah. How? Oh
3: my gosh!
0: So, yeah, um, it's crazy. So, kind of, kind of changing gears, but like, what do you wish more people knew about infertility? um and or adoption
3: well infertility is a health condition um it's a health condition so it can't be it can't be um oiled away <laughs> i had <laughs> i had every week i had people tell me <laughs> oils that. you can't oil infertility away just like you can't oil diabetes or rheumatoid arthritis away you can't do it it's, yeah, it's a lifelong condition that you're going to be fighting, and that's mm-hmm. okay. it's your it's your health journey, and it's nobody else's opinion but yours and your doctor's. So it's like, okay. So please be- don't send
2: me oils anymore.
3: <laughs> Just kidding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quit trying to sell me these expensive oils. I'm already <laughs> paying enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, right. I like oils. I don't mean to be, but yeah. Anyway, so they have um, their place.
0: They have their they place, have their but place. not like yeah, exactly. Yeah, not a miracle so yes. cure.
3: Exactly. exactly. Um, and I just I it's a health condition. So um treat it like it is. Mm-hmm. It is. Um and adoption just to be supportive. Um I have lots of people that have multiracial adoptions mm-hmm. and people are like, Oh, is that child, you know, they joke around with the the family and is that child actually yours or and Chloe Chloe's technically a quarter Hispanic. You would never know because she's a quarter Hispanic and looks very white. But um <laughs> but she she has her mom's half Mexican and um, you know, and I we get questions all the time about all of that. So I just think that, you know, when an adoptive mom wants to tell you more about their adoptive child's story, um, they'll tell you. Just be intentional with your be intentional with um, how you approach different situations. Just That's mm-hmm. just, just a general life rule. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a again, good life rule, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's every, everybody has their awkward moments and you don't know what to say. And sometimes we all have word vomit and that's okay. But yeah, we can move on. <laughs> and I mean, obviously, we're in, we've been through worse stuff than people having th- their ideas um You know, we yeah. I've gotten lots. I get weekly people mom shaming me about adoption. What, like and, on Instagram? Oh yeah, like
0: what the group? freak is wrong with people?
3: <laughs> There's adoption <laughs> groups out there that just they they do not like
0: adoption, and so what do they want these kids to do? Yeah, or I go. Don't know. What, I don't know. To not to loving families that. What?
3: They they just didn't have a loving experience with adoption. So okay,
0: I okay I can't take that away from them. I mean that's unfortunate yeah. if they had that. But, but then, I would say most of the families are probably like you guys that just yeah.
3: that just want to love on a baby.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> like Chloe is your daughter. It's not. Yeah, she's our adopted daughter. Like she's your daughter who yeah. happened to come through through adoption. But yep,
3: exactly. Yeah, she is five thousand percent. Like has. Yeah. I mean people think that she is a spitting image of Trevor like Trevor She actually does look so much she look
0: like she could yeah. like <laughs> yeah it's crazy Yeah Here's the thing, yeah. guys.
3: If you
2: don't have something nice to say, then don't say anything at all. And I feel like that's something we don't, we shouldn't have to say as adults, yeah. but apparently mm-hmm. needs to be said on social media daily. Yeah. <laughs> and I
0: guess if someone really wanted to share with you, Carrie, like their negative experience, and they just need to get it out there to someone, I guess it's like, I just need to share this. But I'm so glad to see that your situation is very different. But like, I don't need, I don't get the shaming. Like, why yeah. the shaming?
3: Cool. And you know what? I just let people. I can always block people if they yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah. The block <laughs> button is powerful.
3: The block button is your friend. Yeah. Like and you're no longer following me. Sorry about
0: yeah. that. <laughs> Especially because you are so sweet and so open on your Instagram. Like you don't mm-hmm. need that. So no.
3: Yeah. yeah. And I've got I have of that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. No.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm okay if people need to vent about their I mean, I've I know about um being in a bad adoption situation. So Um, I, I don't want that for anybody. And so they clearly, I mean, people just, you know, I, I think that therapy is a good thing. And I think trying to figure out your own stuff is a good thing. So, (laughs) but anyways, adoption is wonderful and everybody's experience is different. Same with infertility. I learned so much from infertility and I'm grateful it was my journey journey. I'm sad that it was part of my journey, but I'm grateful Mm -hmm. for the experience as well. Um, because I learned so much about myself. I am not a patient p- person. And <laughs> <laughs> and I learned a lot of patience through both of these um, ways of becoming a parent. And I'm grateful for that. And I learned so much through the adoption process with how to deal with people and different personalities and stuff like that. So I'm just, I'm grateful for my journey and the things that I get to learn. Because Every day is a learning experience, I guess. I
0: love mm. your attitude, Carrie. Makes me so happy. <laughs> so you're saying yourself. these things about you, like you're not patient and stuff. I'm like, wow, those are not things I would ever, I wouldn't put that. <laughs> oh i'm not i'm not
3: here. <laughs> my, my husband especially I'm like come on i asked that's you five so minutes funny. ago
2: yeah <laughs> it's so funny
0: oh my gosh
2: well carrie do you have any resources that you could share that have helped you like groups or like facebook or instagram pages or books or anything like is there anything that's been like particularly helpful along Honest- this route
3: yeah honestly hashtags and finding somebody that's kind of in the same place as you or if you're looking to do research and adoption um find people on instagram i am I have so many amazing friends and uh, other adoptive parents that I connected with and on Instagram and they help me so much guide me through and answer my questions and Honestly, that's like the best
2: part about social media is being is, able to like, yeah. connect with people in your same boat
3: and just just doing just google searching i mean obviously google has a lot of stuff on it but <laughs> so like for me i did idaho and utah adoptions and stuff like that and i researched national adoptions and private adoptions there's all these different adoptions it's overwhelming <laughs> oh my gosh and Honestly, if anybody has any questions, I'm an open book. And so just message me on uh, Instagram and I will, if I don't have the answers, I can help you find somebody that has the answers because I've asked all the questions.
0: What's
2: your Instagram account? Speaking of that, yeah. How can people find
3: (laughs) you? (laughs) So you can find us at the Furman family or the Furman fam um, on Instagram.
0: How do you tag your last name <laughs> But yeah we'll just tag we'll tag but yeah cause...
3: yeah my last name's complicated
0: because <laughs> <laughs> i probably wouldn't guess it just when you how, like when you say it out loud i probably would not spell it
3: yeah right People call me furry man. I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Phonetically, I guess it is furry, fur, fur. It'd be like f- furry fu- man. <laughs> fur man or something. I don't know. There's an H in there.
3: There's an H and an I that are silent. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, but, anyways, yeah, look at our Instagram and you will be able to yeah, we'll tag find it. Carrie. Carrie. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: And seriously, like, Carrie's not lying. Like, she is so sweet and fun to follow. Um, And you saying you can message her. And she will always get back to you.
3: Yes. Yep. Well, thank you so (laughs) much. I I seriously will. Thank you so much for having me tonight. That was so fun.
2: Yeah. We love getting to talk to you. Thank you so much for being on with us, Carrie. You're so sweet. So wonderful. Such an amazing resource, too, for anyone that needs help navigating this. (laughs) And as I
0: said, you will want to be Carrie's friend no matter where you're at in your life she's just a great person so
3: no you guys are true if so you just need to be uplifted
0: message bad. carrie and just say hey i'm just having a weird night and she'll probably have something <laughs> awesome to tell you
3: <laughs> probably a random story or something.
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, well thank you so much carrie we really appreciate you taking the time and opening up to us your amazing story and all the things that you've learned yeah. And all the ways that, that I'm sure you've already helped so many people. So, yeah. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, again, you, you can find her at on Instagram at the Furman Fam, but we will tag her. <laughs> <laughs> and you can always follow us on Instagram to come find her at Everyone's Invited Podcast. And we will talk to you guys all next time. It Bye. Free. Bye to give me